0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Uncle Hands Gig Chat. I'm with a very special guest here. Um, you know, I'm just gonna remove my picture right now. I don't have time for it. Let's jump right into it. Um, I, I really enjoy this man's work. Um, if you check out his channel, Hot Side Hustled 24 7. He, I can't even keep up with the amount of. Information he's putting out there. Um, see, like an expert of all things the side health, especially the courier work. And in this uh in this live chat here, we want to really talk about some of that last mile stuff, a lot of the medical courier stuff, because I feel like it's still mysterious to a lot of people who are interested in it. So I really appreciate you for coming through. I forgot to even ask you before we started what to call you because <laughs> you know some people may not want to call it
1: you know the government name my, yeah my name's lindsey i mean i'm always like hey this is lindsey side hustle 247 so you can call me lindsey that's fine
0: awesome awesome i know some people don't want to have their government out there but i appreciate you coming through and we can start you know just talking a little bit about you um you know how do you get in the gig economy in terms of you know and then also youtube but yeah how, how do you start how do you how you get your start
1: so um obviously you know i like i actually have a degree i went to auburn university if you can't tell about all the, the nice. stuff behind me and i'm always wearing that but you know like my even graduating from there with a business degree i never really went into like you know your traditional corporate world or anything like that i always was kind of an entrepreneur so you know i i've had i got a lot of experience in a lot of things you know i've, I've been up i've been down so um all the way from it yeah. like I guess probably about five or six years ago, I started like really dabbling in internet marketing and things like that, doing affiliate marketing. I built up a Facebook group, like four or 5,000 people was doing interviews like this with people in the affiliate marketing kind of world. And um, it, it it started cooling off. So I started like kind of, I I wasn't, having as much success as I would have liked to with it. So I started like trying to do some other things like run Facebook ads and do marketing for, for other people. And that was going pretty well, you know, like I was making a living, kind of growing a business and, and then COVID hit yeah right (laughs) it's everybody everybody who was spending dollars on marketing was just like sorry man you know we can't do it we don't know what's about to happen and it was like i just went like from you know making decent money to nothing just like that and i was like i gotta find something so my brother his brother-in-law owns a courier company okay and, and so like, I was like, Hey, I know you, you did some side work for him at some point in time. You know, can you, can you, can you hook me up? I need some, you know, I need to work while I'm, while I'm figuring this out. And he was like, yeah. So they were ready to bring me on and stuff like that, but I was going to be traveling to the other side of town. So I started just putting out some resumes and stuff to other courier companies. Yeah. And, um and then courier express hit me up, which is just, you know, they're, they're kind of more southeast, but they, they're a pretty large company. And they were like, hey, yeah, you can come up to North Georgia, which is closer to me. Uh, we got like kind of an on-demand route. And then, you know, that's where I started. And then I just started learning the business from there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So I appreciate you guys who are already coming in the chat. I see some of the regulars. I appreciate you guys. I see the Gig Economy podcast going on. Nomadic Gig Mom, how you doing? Bud Soda. Appreciate you guys coming. And so, yeah, the, the main goal of this conversation is to, you know, in this channel and many of the channels in the gig economy, um, we talk about the DoorDash, the Uber Eats and the Grubhub. And and it gets to a point where we realize a lot of this stuff is saturated. It's not the highest paying stuff. And there's opportunities out here with other courier companies other types of opportunities out there that you can actually make a living wage like and live comfortably. And it's, and I understand that sometimes it feels a little mysterious because you can just download a DoorDash app, you know, press go or start your dash and, you know, offers come to you where this is a little bit more involved. it's more of an investment of your time and money, but I think it really will change, I guess your living situation if you actually get it running. So that's what we're going to be talking about um, today. And, uh, SideHustles247's uh, channel is pinned in the chat. So check it out. You're going to see things that you're going to see. You're going to enjoy. You're going to have a lot of information. He puts out tons of information. I think you post daily. I feel like <laughs> I, I, close yeah, to it. I
1: mean, I've been posted daily pretty much. Yeah, awesome. like, sometimes on the weekends. I won't post anything,
0: but yeah. So let's, let's just get, you know, we we'll get right into it. So you already told me how you got started in the gig work. Have you dealt with, any kind of slowdown in terms of because uh, that's the one thing that's the, a big topic right now the holidays are over a lot of people are spending their money uh spent their money you know christmas gifts and stuff like that you know some of the, the retail market is kind of going down have you noticed and you know, the people you communicate with with courier last mile even the medical courier
1: stuff has that slowdown down at all um, I, you know, it, as far as like working for certain companies and stuff like that, you're just never gonna have a slowdown <laughs> because they get these like, you know, in particular, you know, I always go back to Courier Express. I've worked for you know three different courier uh, companies. I still do some courier work now, but um, not as much. But when I was working for you know my initial one it was basically medical couriering. Now, you know, you say medical because you're dealing with specimen and things like that, but we dealt with mail, we dealt with boxes, you know, like shipping, anything and everything up to a certain extent, nothing huge,
0: right. but
1: the reality is, is they, they had contracts with the hospital groups. So it was like, you know, there was probably, you know, six or seven big hospitals and then all of the dock in the boxes around there and all the the labs around there. So it was just kind of like they stayed busy all the time. Right. And and it's still busy because it's just like they they have people in and out. They need blood work. They need, you know, lab work. They they have certain routes that they've built into um going around to everything that have to be done every single day so it it never stops and never goes away
0: gotcha gotcha and i appreciate you pedro for coming through yes guys hit the like button if you find this uh valuable so okay since you were already talking about medical courier so to those who don't know yeah you're, you're transporting specimens but what would be a typical day of being a medical courier. So give people kind of an, uh, I guess a look into that world because DoorDash, we already know you go pick up a food, you pick up food and bring it to the person. So what would be your typical day doing medical courier work?
1: So I guess you got to take it in two different ways. So hmm. you can either be like an on demand driver, which would be more similar to like a, um, you know, a DoorDash or something like that. Or you would have like a route which you know, that's every single day, you know. Five days a week. Sometimes they have routes on the weekends. Sometimes night routes and things like that. So, like, if you were an on demand, which is how I started, I started doing on demand. So, they wanted you around. You know, the more you're working, the more they start giving you more work. Right. So, like my, let's say my first week, I, I trained for two days, like to where. So, so basically, you would, you know, you would have an app. They 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 installed their app on there. Whatever company you're working for, right. and then something would pop up. They would be like, "You need to go to pick up at this address, and then go drop it off at this address." Usually, it was like a dock in the box to a lab. Right. And you would you would go you know hit arrive, and then you know put how many uh, specimen or scan it. Okay. And then you put it in like your 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 cooler bag depending on what it is. So so. You know, one of the things you had to have was a cooler with dry ice in it, because if it was frozen, you had to have dry ice. Right, right, right. That's something you got to have for specimen. And then you just have your normal Mm. cooler with ice. And then you have just like, you know, specimen that you don't have to put in a cooler at all. Okay, so very very
0: similar to a lot of other courier apps and things that we already are kind of doing out there, where you're taking one thing. This is very important, you know. Yeah. I mean, everything is important when you transport, but especially this, this is something that people need, um, in terms of of you know health and, and life. So, I, I, in terms of doing that, you see, you had two days of training. Um, what qualifications, what kind of certifications should a, a total newbie that's interested in trying to pursue this should they have? To work as a medical. I wish
1: it was complicated, but it's not. Yeah. Like I didn't get certified with anything. There's never been a situation where they were like, you need to go get you, you have to follow the company policy, which are basically HIPAA regulations. Then right. you're not gonna have to go through some big long drawn-out test, get certified, and it's gonna be all complicated where you're studying at home or anything. <laughs> like literally, they're just like, You need to follow this rule, and if you yeah. Just follow directions. You're gonna get in trouble. I mean, people that's that's the most complicated part, like even further on down the road, when you're like, you know, what are what's what's you know, maybe some of the biggest challenges? Well, when you go on a long route that's 10 hours long and you pick up like a hundred specimen you need to make sure that you're keeping up with that stuff. Right,
0: <laughs> right. It's like
1: there's a lot of them. You need to have the counts right. You need to make sure that you, if you got to, if I, if I go pick something up that's an hour away and I have to drive it back to the lab and it's frozen, you better make sure you got your your dry ice.
0: Right, right, right. And these People are things
1: to mess up. I mean, it, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like they, they don't, they're like, ah, I don't need dry ice. Or maybe I had some from the day before and it's not there anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, it's, it seems like extremely important. So you want to make sure you have those kind of uh, things going. So yeah, you. and I appreciate you saying that because we kind of try to uh, demystify the medical courier um, work, the gigs. I think when you hear the word medical, yeah, it does sound like you need tons of certifications. You need to be able to do this and that. You may have to have a lot of qualifications, but you really just have to have some good work ethic. Follow directions and and the, and like I said, they have training for that, you know, for you to make because they want to make sure you're doing the job because this is very important stuff that you're transporting. So that that does make sense. Um, any questions? Let me know. Put it in the chat. Um, we could try to answer them as much as we can. Um, Pedro's already saying, yeah, some of these medical uh, routes seem um intriguing. How, how much hours is a usual? Again, now you said it's two different types of, I guess, routes and, and, and on demand.
1: I started like kind of doing on demand because I needed a little bit more flexibility, but, but it's still like, you know, as much as the, the difference I think between doing like a lot of the gig work versus doing like working, like for like a medical courier company, you're still a ten ninety nine driver. Right. For the most part, especially for like the medical courier side, the more you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. That's just the reality. So like, I would get there usually, like I would drive to like the, hub, the main hospital hub because I knew that's where all the action was going to be at. Right. And I would turn on my, you know, app. I would call in the dispatch and say, I'm ready. Okay. And then they would be like, okay. And then they would start shooting me stuff. But okay. there, was, there was also like, like a head guy around who spent a lot of time there because he had to make sure the whole operation was running smoothly. And he would be like, he would call me sometimes about, Oh, I got five boxes, you know, or, or let me throw this ticket on you. It's like $25 and it's gotcha. only going over to here. So like the more I got connected, the more I got into it. And then they started being like, Hey, do you want to run so-and-so's route? He's going to be gone for three days next week.
0: Right. It's like That's on demand. Fine. So if you're and available.
1: And then it was like, okay, well that, that route pays $250 for, you know, six hours. Right. So that's where I started making more money. And then things like would happen where like, oh, the machine broke down at that hospital. So we need you to be on call. And and yeah. they would pay you like $25 an hour and they would still be letting you run some things. Okay. Like, so d- if the hustle is there. Right. It. Yeah, it's a hustle. Definitely. And I,
0: and, um, and I appreciate that even the idea that you said it, that you even though you all are 1099 and, and you're know, 1099 and you, they've either provide you an app, they provide you some level of technology, but you also can call on a phone and you actually talking to someone. Yeah. So the support must be much better than DoorDash support, Uber Eats support where you're talking to someone overseas and it's a lot of issues. You're actually talking to someone that lives near you, at least around where you can actually yeah, talk to absolutely. a human being. That's a much, that must be a, a better experience overall compared to using some of these apps
1: absolutely i mean yeah. like if i mean i would see other people that were working for the company and talk to them you know you'd run into them here or there different like i'd be picking up something they'd be running a route, and and we'd run into each other and talk and then you got to know people it was, it was i you know i liked it
0: yeah and you know everyone wants to know the pay and it's different like i said different companies have different types of pay but when Compared to what you could have worked for in your neighborhood, um, for what you can do in terms of your qualifications or any minimum wage or all those type of things. Because, you know, what you're in Georgia, I'm in New York. It's a big difference in terms of, you know, like yeah. everything, right? Like everything's for expensive sure. over here. But how did you find a pay as a medical courier? Um, was it obviously it must be you kept doing it, but. What was the pay? What were you looking at in terms
1: of how much you made? So initially, like, I was probably sitting, like, with my, I'd say my first, like, every, probably the first two weeks because of training and just kind of getting them, making sure that I wasn't going to be quitting, like, you know, two weeks later after starting. And, like, I'd probably make, like, $500 for, like, the first couple weeks, maybe. And then in the third week, I started going up to, like, $700. And then, like, and then I I would eventually consistently start being between somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars.
0: Okay, that's pretty week. good. I mean, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, and they started throwing me routes that were like even like they had a Saturday route that paid like four hundred dollars, and it was <laughs> man, it was a great, the best route. Nobody was even there half the time. Half the 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 lock boxes didn't have any specimen in them anyways. Like you just like you were just having a good day, and there was no traffic out. And, I mean, it was like those were good days for me, man.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think as you as I'm hearing you talk about it, it just seems like a better experience driving to drop off certain things. They expect you there. It's a hospital or it's a medical facility. The, I guess have you? Well, I, I'll ask you. Have you? What kind of challenges other than like the long days? Did you have to deal with any kind of uncomfortable situations with either staff, either at the, you know, at your logical, you know, the spot that you picked up the stuff for, or the stuff you delivered? Have you ever had to deal with any kind of static? If that made any sense.
1: You know, for the most part, everybody was super nice. Like, I mean, you, you were running into people at a hospital. I mean, hospital world's crazy as it is. But yeah, I can imagine. For the most part, like you know, you were going in there and. And like the more you went into you'd start going into these places all the time. So you'd see the same people over and over. You'd start getting to know them. You'd be like, oh, hey, Susie, or hey, Mary, you know, and they'd be like, Hey, good to see you You're having a good day. You'd start like becoming knowing these people. Because you I mean, you
0: you've you've going back and forth. You're not yeah. going to a new place, to a new house. And it's just you just constantly seeing new people that you there's some consistency
1: there and still being uh 1099. So that's pretty awesome. So, so every now and then you'd have a situation where you'd be like you couldn't like somebody would have something specific and it'd be like up in the hospital at some room and and it could be confusing and nobody could like help explain it to you from the so like those are the situations that became frustrating every now and then but they, right. they weren't a lot i mean it just wasn't
0: yeah it wasn't it was a big deal um my friend bud soda he just asking uh, i guess uh, where he is a uh, dry ice dry ice is difficult to get do they supply for you or that is something you 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 invest in yourself
1: so where i was at they they the, all the hospitals had dry ice
0: okay so as long as you so, they, they, they so we, we
1: were we had supply but besides that they they had they had given us a list of if you if you're in a position where you don't have dry ice and you're out on the road these are the places that carry dry ice
0: gotcha gotcha so again check out uh, uh um, lindsey's channel side hustle 24 7 there's so much websites, so many apps, so many services he throws out there that it could be overwhelming. I, I can like if you someone interested and you're like okay, which should I pick? Which should I choose? Like it it could be overwhelming. But for someone who's a total beginner um, and they are interested, um, are there some apps, websites you should you recommend, or is it all just local and you're just gonna have to put some legwork in? uh you so, Google and so whatnot. They,
1: honestly this is how i got started making these videos i mean it was just like i had made videos like when out in my car and just talking about it and stuff like that and then and people just kept asking me well what about this or where can i do this or what so like i just started like if i went to every little city and town and been like oh what's the courier thing in there i try and make it to where it's like a bigger one in these bigger in, in bigger towns now right i always say, here, you got to have to do some legwork. Like the companies that I've given they're big companies and they have a lot of area they cover. So, you know, that's what I try and do and I try and make it to where they, they at least pay halfway decent. You know, some of these, there's tons of companies out there that don't pay very well, but um, I I did make, you know, like, like courier express is a good one. Okay. Associated courier is a good one. These right. are bigger companies and they, they cover a lot of distance. Um stat stat courier, stat overnight. Okay. That's nice. a good one. Nice. Uh VLOX. VLOX.
0: Nice, nice. And um, you may, I'm sure you have videos of all, all of these as well. So I, I, do, just...
1: I do, I do, Um T force, things like that. Some some of these couriers focus more on medical couriers. Some of them just are couriers. They do, you know, everything from auto parts that you know, the courier business is huge. Right.
0: And I think that's the thing, too, and I'll be honest, sometimes you'll go to a website and it doesn't look as clean, as polished as, you know, obviously the bigger, you know, gig apps. And I'm wondering if people are feeling a little, not necessarily, I guess, worried or concerned what what can you do, or what they should do to alleviate those concerns if they decide to um, apply to the to these sites? What kind of questions should they ask? Because yeah, if they're talking to a local company, what should they ask to make sure that there's no BS involved that makes any sense?
1: Well, I tell you what, a lot of those smaller companies are. I I don't put them up there because they're they're smaller, yep. but those are some of the best ones. Mm. I mean, like my 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 brother, his brother-in-law. Um, he, he owns a company that's pretty much local, but they do all like Red Cross, um, stuff. So he has great contracts and their routes and their, you know, it's the same thing every day. They pay solid. Some of those are the best ones. Now, if you go into one and they make you an offer to where it's, it's not that much money, be like, do you have other routes that pay more? How often do routes come up? because mm. most of the time where you're really going to make your money is routes. Right. Consistent routes.
0: Yeah. Stability. You yeah. already know where what you what's what's already ahead there. You and and you still and you still are in 1099. Yeah. But you you have a pre and you know, the only thing i could think of that kind of has the route is maybe Amazon Flex. I don't think I don't know if I'm trying to think of anything else that has like a set route and that's that's still on demand it's not every day but you're talking about i'm assuming five days a week or Or, whatever the amount in
1: a lot of these places they're like it's your responsibility you're sick you better have somebody to run your route for you yeah i mean that's how like some of these companies are i mean i've talked to them and they're just like i mean that's when they're like this is your deal this is how much this pays and you're responsible for it yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty awesome.
0: Okay, we're trying to, trying to dis- demystify it, trying to make it, uh, the idea tangible because uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of videos I check out, uh, obviously I check out your videos. There are people who are doing it and they don't seem to be up as upset as people who are on DoorDash or Uber or Rideshare where it's a back and forth is they're not transparent. So, you you know, what you're saying to me is if I go to these companies, ask the right questions, they let me know. How much they're paying? What the route is? It seems like it's totally transparent. It seems that there isn't any kind of lie or manipulation at all from well, these situations.
1: Don't get me wrong, companies are companies, people are people. Like you yeah. know, you're gonna run into some of that. It is you know where they're not paying very well for routes. I mean, they're just like they don't have any money in it, and you know, and it's not even worth it. That's why I always say like, if you go to these companies, these smaller companies, so. Whether you have a resume or not, a lot of people have a resume, just throw some gig work on there, whatever it is. Like, like I'm not saying like completely fudge your resume, but like if that's what they want, then then fudge it a little bit. It is yeah. what it is. Like this isn't rocket science. And if they want you to have some crazy background, they're full of it. Yeah. They I
0: think it, it just is. wanna they want to at least have the image of we're hiring, yeah, you know, yeah. the like, most experienced. But if, if someone, like you said, if someone was doing DoorDash for a couple of weeks, they could probably be able to do this medical courier stuff. So, I, 100%. so I think what you're saying is, even if they have all these qualifications, still apply, still call, put some hustle into it, because yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot, like you said, courier work is booming right now, and you don't want to, you don't want to look at something, some qualifications, and and not take a, at least take a chance. So and, uh, yeah, and, I, I, and,
1: and there's some companies that like you you'll run a route and you will be an employee for them and they'll pay you $20 an hour and you'll drive their cars and stuff like that. So maybe you can go get in and get your start with that. And then, you know, work your way into finding something else. that's more on your level. And then right. maybe from there, you go to cargo vans, which, you know, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yes,
0: too. yes, definitely. Um, Yeah, because right now, I, like I said, I've been checking out a lot of your videos. I've been seeing a lot of other um, content creators talking about this cargo van. And, and it's, you know, it's a big deal to even decide to do this. I talked to another right. uh, content creator a couple of months ago, uh, Tavares Little. He yeah. kind of jumped all. He kind of jumped in, and he was doing very well. But he did realize some mistakes he did. I think he bought like a really, like a really new van. He, I guess in hindsight, he thought maybe I should have went something um older, obviously what's the, used.
1: There's that. What's, what's the guy who's blowing up over there? cars and whatever? Cars and cribs, I believe. Yeah, yeah like yeah. he just went and bought like a brand new Mercedes or something. I was like a Sprinter. Yeah, yeah, like I was like. I hope that like he's a hustler. I hope that that's not like
0: yeah. Hopefully, yeah. That's I guess that's one thing you probably would not recommend if someone yeah. said, "Hey, man, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get a cargo van. And I'm gonna really push this. Should I get the brand new 2023 Mercedes Sprinter?" <laughs> like probably not. Probably not a good idea. I,
1: I would suggest getting like a used. Like if you really wanted to get into like over the road type stuff, courier work or expedited. You know, you'd want to be in like a Ford two, four Transit 250 or 350.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So let, let's just jump right on in. Um, and cause I think this is where people really make I guess, serious money in terms of, you know, like I'm talking to someone next week, um, the gig geezer, that's his name. (laughs) Uh, I just laugh every time I read it. But, you know, he did. He started one month. I I believe he made fifty four hundred exactly fifty four something. And he's going through his he's going through all of his uh, numbers. He's like, you know, that's good, but I think I should be making more. But, you know, like you said, you talk to me um, off air like. It's going to take a while, but I think for a first month that's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, absolutely, um, man. I'd be I'd be happy as can be if I went out and, you know, if you went out and bought a sprinter van and then you made fifty four hundred dollars, like you know you 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 did something right and and you're gonna be okay.
0: Yeah, but let's let's really put in the first thing before I guess a little bit of the a uh, gate gatekeeper. What kind of person do you need to be <laughs> to go and invest in a van? And go out there and trying to get contracts, trying to get lows, trying to network. Like, what kind of person you have to be to, to even be to consider doing this?
1: Um, I mean, you have to be a, a grinder, entrepreneur. You know, somebody who's just you know will do whatever it takes to to get to the next level, type personality and my and that's my opinion you know some people yeah. have things fall in their lap and good for them you know <laughs> but, but you're like that's not most people and and this business is one of those that you you're gonna have to go out and grind it out
0: yeah it's not it's not going to be easy uh mm-hmm. I, I can imagine uh I us just i see a few people jumping in driving with ty thank you for coming through josh b brian christine appreciate you guys for coming through yeah so like because i've seen and You know, it's you need to talk to more people who are doing it. That seems like it's a good idea. That's why it's good to check out some of these uh, websites, check out and talk to some of these people and check out some of these YouTube channels talking about this. Because
1: So so listen, if you're interested and you're thinking about starting to maybe going Mm. to the cargo van level and doing over the road or expedited, I would go work for somebody and drive their van for a while. Yeah in and, any and you know, like before right? you go spend you know twenty thirty thousand dollars on a you know a Ooh, yeah. or some, yeah. some cargo van like see if that's the that's the life you you can handle and you want to that's something you're interested in can you make six figures and, and multiple six figures absolutely yeah that's a good that's good
0: advice that's solid advice right because you know, you know. Sometimes, you know, even I can. When I talk about something, uh, a new, a new gig app or a new way of making money, you kind of throw out. You can make this much, you can make ten thousand a month. Like it's possible, but it's like you said, it's going to take a lot of work. So let's kind of tackle some of those challenges. Obviously, it's the cost of the van itself, but trying to even find work. So you know, like you know, we trying to you know, trying to bring it back to that beginner level. Huh? where do you start
1: <laughs> there, there therein lies the problem of why i do you know some of the things i do because it's just like i'm trying to give quality companies out there that you can even as a beginner reach out to and you know because with with a when you start getting in the cargo van yes you can do local deliveries and stuff like that where you don't have to have your authority and stuff like that but once you start going over the road and going from state to state, maybe even if it's just regional, you know, you either got to have somebody who has their authority or you got to have your own authority. And so right. that's not easy. That's, that's a pain in the butt. So I try and give some companies that, you know, you can use their authority. They can help you kind of get started in the business. If you already got a cargo van yeah. and, um, they're they're looking for people more that are kind of getting moving and yeah. people who are already moving.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. A driver who ties says, "If you if you have a trouble doing gig work, do not jump off the porch with the cargo." <laughs> <Jump> off, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. fair, fair enough. That, and but <laughs> I, but I think your, your advice makes sense. You know, you you may want to start working for someone else just to see the, see the the lay of the land, seeing how the market is, yeah. and which also what you're saying is. The networking aspect of it is that you're looking, like I said, looking for authority where the companies are already kind of in bed with certain cargo like companies that they are trusting to move the loads. Well, for you, them.
1: you have to have your, your like, it's like a DOT number. So each state has like different regulations and stuff like that. When it comes yeah. to like, you know, taking stuff across the state lines and, and cargo and things like that. The, the most, uh, you know, the, one of the, I, I watched, I started watching this guy and I can't even remember his name, but he was, uh he, he started doing hotshot, which is basically, you got, you know, a big old, um you know, F, 350 truck and you're you're doing a trailer behind it and you're you're yeah. you're doing hot shot work so he started working for somebody else to see if this is something you want to do he started making really good money and yep. then instead of doing hot shot he ended up buying his own like big rig
0: yeah nice so,
1: so okay So he knew what he wanted after he had worked for somebody and he didn't he decided okay maybe i i need to go get my um commercial you know class a and and get a big rig because you know I can take this from you know ten thousand dollars a month to thirty thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah. So it's there's levels to this, right? Yeah. There's, there's he, levels he, to the possibilities. Got the,
1: way of the land understood how everything worked. He got connections, and then and now he's killing it. Yeah. So if, you know, me, if I wanted to just, hey,
0: I I want to get a van Um, looking, you know, I, I've already I worked for a company. And like I said, that makes a lot of sense. You're working for a company and then you got your own van. The possibilities are endless in terms of what you can do. Um, But talk about the, the requirements. You're saying that just each state is a little different. But is it terms of you gotta have the uh, your insurance, I'm assuming uh, obviously some other stuff in terms of you know keep upkeep with the van. Is there any other requirements that we're not thinking of, which you probably so, meaning?
1: So with a cargo van, like most of these um, courier companies in general, most of these um, you know companies that are doing freight and stuff like that. You have to have commercial insurance it's just like there's a certain amount of coverage that you know that you're going to have to have if you're driving a car it's going to be a little bit more but it's more expensive than your normal insurance of course you're probably going to be looking at somewhere between two and three hundred dollars for you know a car or an suv um when you're looking at a cargo van you're going to have to even have higher you know because the amount of freight that you have on there is going to be more expensive and they're going to want to know that you can cover it so you know it's probably you're going to be sitting somewhere to the 400 to 800 mark yeah as far as so so that's something you're going to have to have when it comes to a cargo van especially if you're putting um you know uh pallets of stuff in there they're they're going to want to you know you to have um e-track systems to where like you can bolt it down inside you know that costs money that you know these these cargo vans don't come with that maybe you can buy one with it already in there used but yeah. um you know and then it, if you really start moving along then maybe you're gonna go get your your dot number and things like that and and you know you can start buying your own freight directly off some of those like freight boards and things like that
0: and you know Another thing that you mentioned earlier that I think is extremely important is your ability to network, your ability to, um, I guess, negotiate in terms of because, like I said, if you you got commercial license, that's a bill. You have the, the van, you have a lot of stuff that you have to pay before you even pay yourself, obviously. Right. So how important is it to, to network? Um, Cause you know, use these other apps, there is no networking. You turn it on and they, they kind of take care of you. So how important is that to be able to gain um, stable, consistent work uh, with a cargo van?
1: Man, I think it's just as, is, is the, one of the most important things that you can do is network. Um, it's the problem with networking is not knowing who to trust. There's so many people out there. There's so many like, uh, there's so many people like especially in in the cargo van box truck business and things like that there's a lot of people trying to get into that and and be you know dispatchers and and people who are just making money like shipping freight w- with you or other people like you so you got to be careful you got to find yourself some sources that that make sense you know that yep. you can trust yeah that's why i'm these companies i'm putting up there i'm not saying that every company i put up is going to get a good review they're not it's just not real reality (laughs) people hop on there and like oh i saw a bad review i'm like man somebody jumped on my channel the other day and a company i'm working for you know and they're trashing it and i'm just like buddy well that's fine but yeah i have a different experience and i understand where
0: you're coming from, and and I think, and that's a thing that I, I noticed as well. And that's just it, everyone' experience is probably is going to be a little different. Um, but you know, you said you had better experience with the company, so it really it's it really depends on your situation, obviously. And everyone's a little different, and you and maybe you are dealing with uh, uh, some people may be dealing with companies that are a little shady or trying to take advantage or looking not to pay as well. But like you said, you got to do your due diligence. You're gonna have to do some research and. Especially if you want to jump in, like I said, to the cargo game, and you know, going back and I know repeating myself, but jump starting small by kind of latching on to an existing company will let you know if you want to do this or not. Like I think that's a good uh, stepping stone to say, hey, do I want to continue this where I've invested t- thousands of dollars, tens of thousands? Before you jump in and you bought a new van and now you're stuck with a van that maybe, uh, I mean, I don't know, the, the car prices are dropping. A lot right. of people bought cars that they're not, they're not the same value uh yeah. drastically. They kind of stuck with them. So you don't want to, you don't want to put yourself in that position either.
1: Well, and, and it's just like the, the, the companies that I put out there, honestly, like they've been vetted by people I know personally who have done work for them. And, and I wouldn't have put them up there if I didn't trust the person or persons that told me that they were good companies. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, they,
0: and the and the companies you mentioned are they like the same ones, or there are there special
1: ones for the cargo van. Um, also, well, there's specific yeah. ones to do more cargo van and like box trucks. So they're shipping kind of bigger freight, and yeah. and then there's. You know, the courier expresses, they have box trucks and cargo vans and routes and stuff for those too. So like a lot of these like courier companies that do medical and auto parts and things like that, that you can have a small car with, you can work your way up and, and go get a cargo van or a box truck with them too. I mean, it's not, I don't think you're going to make as much money that way, but you, I, I'm not saying that it's not possible.
0: Yeah. Um, and I know you talked about some apps as well. I'm I'm sure you probably are familiar with Curry. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming, and I haven't talked to anyone with a van that uses Curry. Usually, you know, I have an SUV. Um, good friend of mine, um, Steve Rideshare Rodeo, he has an SUV. And he's doing, he's in Colorado doing very well with Curry. But I think another thing that can help if you are, you invested and you put that in that van that you, there are apps. Um, I know you talked about yeah. Bungie as well. That you know that Go would share.
1: help. Go Share's a good one. Freight's a good one. Uh, I've done a video on all those too, man. There's there's about six or seven apps that are all local. The problem is Currys, you know, they're bogged down. I mean, it's just like I'm even on the waiting list for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, they so, they do pretty well in terms of the pay and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely want, and also you want to contact them. I know Steve. Uh, my, you know, friend oh, Rachel Oda, he does uh, the Beyond the yeah. Algorithm with me, and he kind of says that hey, you want You may want to reach out. You may want to send an email. They they're really good at responding, so it's possible that you could probably get um uh, taken off that waiting list. So anyone else too? I know that yeah, I've heard a few of those talking about uh you know those kind of uh, Curry and and Bungie as well. I see a question for with arriving with Ty. Do you feel that ba- box trucks YouTubers uh, mess up their lines by selling false info to their viewers? Um, I watch your channel very honest. I'm speaking on other YouTubers. I guess he's referring to you. It, I, I mean, I haven't checked a lot of Box Truck YouTube, so I don't know. They, what, are you familiar in terms?
1: What's he asking exactly again?
0: I guess they're saying um, not being honest with their viewers. Like other, box. I guess, Box Truck uh, YouTubers, I guess people who are probably doing um, YouTube content, talking about the trucking industry. I, I, I'm i not familiar myself. Um, YouTube is, you know, you got to any YouTube channel, you gotta vet it. You know, you want to make sure you t- you take the information, and you gotta do some some research to see if um what they're saying is true.
1: Uh, I, I have a friend. Me- I have oh, a friend yeah. who has like four box trucks, and his car, his garage is full of like 911 turbos. So yeah. like, you can make, and he, you know, he got his contracts. He's had contracts with like you um, line and done all sorts of stuff. So like, and he showed me his receipts, man. He's like, I've seen it all. You can make a ton of money like in local routes of box trucks. Now the YouTubers, I don't know, you know, like you never know. Like I, it, it all comes down to, I, I, everybody, I always say, like, if you know this industry, then you're legit and you can make money. Right. But but like, if you just went and bought a box truck yesterday you're not making that much money. You're gonna be you're gonna be struggling for a minute. You're gonna be trying to like grind it out.
0: Yeah, I I remember this is years ago, but I remember um, I had to help a friend move, and I had to drive a uh, U-Haul, like one of the bigger ones. And there was a guy with a box truck trying to negotiate, trying to get people to use his truck instead. And I don't know. I mean, hopefully he's doing well, but you're just thinking like he's doing that, trying to get people to use you know not use u-haul use his box truck where you know if he would have had some connections some some stuff on the internet that he wouldn't be there trying to get people to use his box truck and you know trying to sell it that service probably cheaper than me renting a u-haul so it's like you really have to put like i said that legwork in um and try to get more information because you don't want like i said you don't want to have a box truck just sitting there and you're not making any money.
1: And it, like, it, listen, box trucks is something like I would never start telling. Like, I mean, I'll give information on good companies and stuff that do box truck work. But like, unless you know what you're doing, like, or unless you've got some, you know, some capital to, you know, to sit back and, and not stress about money. Like I box trucks are just one of those things. Like, yeah, be careful.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Um, the you, you the market knowledge, connections are more valuable than like you said. That's saying all the money you're gonna spend because once you have those things, you have a better understanding on capability and what you can do. Because I see Brian, he says uh, the the Ford Transit is still fifteen to twenty thousand dollars over the MS, MSRP, so you you don't want to jump in. But at the same time, I guess I don't want to hold people back and say, well, you, you just can't do it, but you definitely want to be smart about it. You want to have a good amount of market knowledge. How long do you think, like, if you had to bar park it? How long would you be doing, like I said, working for other people, learning the market, getting connections before you actually went to invest in your own cargo van? Like,
1: how long do you think you Listen, would if, take? If I, if it was, if I if I was, if I was committed to doing this, then like, yeah, sure. I wouldn't have a problem going and buying a cargo van. And I think you could find work pretty quickly. Um, Would it be like the, the optimal situation? Like, would it be like, you know, or would you be traveling long distances and away from home for long periods of time? Probably. I mean, but, but you know, it, it's like, you know, people always say, like, you just, the experience you get in this, like, doing it versus just, you know, sitting back and, and like, thinking, well, maybe I should do it. Like, go out and do it. Like, figure out what it is you want. But, like, you're not, it's not going to be glorious work. You're not going to be, like, you know, rolling in a, you know, buying a new yacht tomorrow <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> It's just one of those things, like yeah, you can make some money, and yeah. like once you figure out the industry and and you decide this is something you want to be in, then you can you'll make some money.
0: Yeah. So you know, as we were talking about, we we're talking about you know some of the the, the cargo van, the bigger stuff, and medical courier. I I would assume, I ask you, you may if you're looking just to change a look, change it up in terms of getting other sources of income. Medical courier is probably a little. Jump to that first, at least if you're just looking for, you yeah. know, let's say for instance, hey, you know, my the apps I'm using for food delivery or rideshare, they're just it's saturated. I'm not getting any money. Medical courier would probably be the next thing to try instead of you know spending thirty thousand dollars on a on a van.
1: Well, you, it, it's just like start, you know, go start applying to these places. Um, sign up for the 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 go shares and the curries and the freights and. You know, they, they have options to where you can use SUVs or if you got a pickup truck or something like that. You know, like there's all sorts of apps out there. Um uh what, what's the drop off? There's a good that's yes, an app. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. So um they're they're looking for people. So it's just like go out there and start just applying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Especially now as, you know, things are getting a little tighter economically and, you know, recessions, all that type of thing that there's still apps that people still don't know. I'm sure you, you get company, you get comments on, you know, in your, your section, your videos, like, I never heard of this app before. And you we kind of, you're cause you know, as you research it, you're in it. So you're thinking everyone should know them, but not really. Like you still got to put this information out there because people just don't know. And it could be, yeah in a, in a market where this app or this website or this local company can really change their trajectory in terms of how much they earn being independent and being flexible. So uh, again, I really appreciate you coming through just one more question, at least the future. And I I think you already talked about this, but the future of, um, a, a lot of these, uh, services, you see it evolving in any way. Um, I'm sure you said there's still people looking to to get people on. Do you think it'll ever shift in a different way at all? Or you you just think this is going to, should be a pretty solid uh, way to earn income.
1: You know, as far as like the courier business and the cargo van business and stuff, you know, maybe trucking in general with all the, you know, the self-driving cars and and stuff like that at some point, I mean, the world's changing. It's, it's getting technologies growing and, you know though i always say the same thing if you don't if you don't evolve with it you're not like you're not prepared for it then you you're going to be in trouble and yeah. so it, to me at some point in time we're going to have self-driving cars we're going to be on mars and you know <laughs> we're going to blow ourselves up in the meantime but yeah. it's just like it, it's like that's the world we're living in you got to keep on like you got to evolve with what's going on
0: it, it's a great way, a great way to, to kind of explain it. And, and as much as, I know a lot of people are worried about it. And eventually, yeah, I think a lot of self-driving stuff will happen. It's still a long ways go yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of autonomous sure. stuff, like, you know, talking about, you know, talk to Steve, he hates robots, like any kind of robot. So he's not, he's anti-drone and anti-self-driving cars, but they're still struggling just to navigate certain places. So like, yeah, they do, they, they're starting in the Arizona and, and, and Las Vegas where the, the, the streets are a little bit more boxed where the, you know, it's not a lot of,
1: it's not the same as like New York city, in, you know, in, in Manhattan, yeah.
0: it's going to be difficult for a self-driving car. No, to even absolutely. Do anything. I mean, um, I'm
1: not saying, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Like you said, I, I think this is a business that, you know, People have been saying things were gonna disappear, you know, five, ten years ago and it's still hanging around. So I, I think we're we're still okay.
0: I, I you know, i one of my favorite, it's not like favorite bad movies or cult movies was the fifth element. And I thought we would be flying by now, just like judges. I thought we were yeah. really some kind of but then I realized we're all terrible drivers that how many accidents would happen when was yeah, flying around right into easy. each other i like nice? hitting
1: houses as yeah. they're like running into each other over here <laughs> yeah that yeah i realize
0: yeah that's not going to happen anytime soon <laughs> um but man uh, tell me about the future of your channel like what, what you got any what kind of videos you are going to be still putting out i'm sure you're going to have still so much more, uh, I guess, information on courier work, but uh, what what can we expect from you in the next couple of weeks? Well,
1: man, I I really, I really want to start evolving. The problem is, is like every time I try and start talking about something else that I've been involved in, I have a lot of knowledge and my, my channel doesn't, it won't do anything The the YouTube won't, won't send it out to to people. And I just like, and so I'm like, you know, maybe I have to wait till I get a certain amount of things. Like I, you know, for me, I'm, I have my CDL, so, you know, that's one of the kind of directions I wanted to to where you're still kind of in that industry, but, you know, talk more about, you know, companies that that, uh, I had a company pay for mine while I trained, so it was a a nice Nice. little setup because it's expensive, so, you know, maybe help people out with that if that's a route they'd rather go versus being, you know, a 1099 guy and things like that, so... you know, I, that's kind of the direction I'm going to go. And then eventually, you know, I'd like to go start pushing some of the marketing stuff that, you know, to help people do some online things.
0: And I would love to talk to you about that. Like if we could have a live chat, because I think affiliate marketing, clearly, I think we both kind of deal, you know, understand that because, you know, you have a channel or you, you just have some level of attention coming to you that those type of things come. And I think affiliate marketing is probably the first Way have you know, we all kind of make money special online, so we definitely should talk about that because I think it can a lot of people could take advantage of it. They it's the same thing with you know medical career, they just think they just don't believe it. Like, yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. It does work. We could definitely talk about that on a different uh day, it but definitely
1: um, it definitely works.
0: <laughs> definitely um Lindsay, I really appreciate you for coming through and talking to us for a little bit. Um, check out his channel, it's pinned in the in the chat. I'll put I'll put it in the description below. Um, you definitely want he has so much videos. It, I'm sure one of them may appeal to you and you may actually be working and making some money from just looking at his videos. So thank you very much, Lindsay, for coming through.
1: Yeah. I appreciate you having me, man. It was, uh, it was fun. I'm, I always like these type of things. Like I used to do interviews in my Facebook group all the time. So.
0: Nice. And, and hopefully we, we'll do it again sometime.
1: For sure. Uh, All
0: right, guys. Appreciate you guys. We'll you'll see me next week. I'm talking to the gig geezer with uh, Steve Riescher Rodeo, talking about his cargo van experience. So we'll see you then. Have a good night, guys. Peace.